Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, if it isn't Matt Apodaca, my favorite customer, welcome. Oh. Welcome to Russ's Deli. We're really happy. What do you want? What do you want for lunch today? Huh? Uh, uh, you know, just just the usual. Just, uh, you know, uh, uh, turkey avocado club sounds, oh, sounds perfect. Oh, you're my turkey yeah. avocado king. Here, oh, let me uh, let me make that sandwich up. You know what? I'm going to give you a free pack in soda with that. And it's going to be a delicious uh, lunch. You hit the park. You hit a, a park bench. You go wherever it is you want to go. But here you go. Here you go. Ah, oh, look at that fresh sandwich. Ah, hey, Matt. Hey, thanks for coming in. Good to see you regular. Hey, so before you go, I know you got that turkey avocado there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I thought I'd set you up with another sandwich. Here's a. Oh, here's a roast beef. Uh, yeah, with some Havarti. So there you go. Go ahead and enjoy oh, that that's, bad boy. That's so nice. Thank you. I I haven't even touched my other sandwich first. Now I have the second yeah, I haven't sandwich. I have this one either. You got this peanut butter and banana. There you oh. go. Enjoy that one too. <laughs> Third sandwich. I know it's going to be a hard decision to make because now you got three sandwiches, but can I interest you in a little bit of a burger? We got a fresh a fresh burger right off the grill. You know what, buddy? I'm just going to slip that into your bag right there. You can you can figure out no, which one you want to eat later. This is so nice. This, this is certainly more sandwiches than I can ever eat. I don't know if I could have th- this many sandwiches today. Maybe this week I could save. I could, you know, eat Boom, these the rest French of the week. Toast. Boom, French bacon. toast. Boom, egg. Boom, another slice of French toast. It's a breakfast sandwich right there in your bag. There you okay, go. Okay, well, there I, you can't, go. I can't eat this right now. I already had wow, breakfast. that looks good. And you know what goes great with a breakfast sandwich, a lunch sandwich. Here's a grilled cheese with bacon on it. There okay, you go. Th- Enjoy that these bad are, boy. These all look delicious and, and unique, but I- Have some soup with that. It'll tomato soup on the side. Ow, cheese. Ow, What's better than that? Ow, it's, it's loose. Ow. Uh, tuna I, sandwich. Tuna melt. Here's one of each of them. Cold tuna, hot tuna. Cold tuna, hot tuna. This is too many. This is more sandwiches than I can eat. I'm going to end up neglecting some of these and maybe maybe possibly throwing some of them away. And I simply can't fathom throwing them away. Absolutely not. Do not do that. Do not do that. You got to eat every one of these sandwiches. We got to. <sighs> You know, actually, this is a this is a surprise announcement. Today was the S3 sandwich uh, entertainment sexpo. And it was uh, we announced a a midnight release of this drop of this sandwich. Here it is. Yeah, I kind of gave a keynote at the sexpo when I was talking through this new sandwich. We got to come up with a different name for whatever that is. S3 sandwich entertainment sexpo. Uh, Yeah, you know. Well, not a lot of thought. It's like S three. If you change one of them, what are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to be S three. Got to be S three. It's a big industry event. S three. Yeah. Just that sexpo sounds like something else. What? Yo, 
I mean, I'm no judgment. If you want to fuck a sandwich, you can fuck a sandwich. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. You want a sandwich, you can fuck this one. Here you go. Peanut butter and marshmallow cream. That's a fuckable sandwich. It's on a hot dog bun. (laughs) Go nuts. We confront the disease of more and the paradox of choice and add them to our backlogs as we discuss too many games this week on Get Played. to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. Oh, that's me, Nick Weiger, and I'm here with our third host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket, to the premiere video game podcast, Get Played. Did you forget the name of the show briefly? What? It felt like you stumbled between Get and Played. What is this? What do we get? What? Wait, I, did I really? Maybe that I might was have just had like a, a minor stroke in between those two words. That's that may no, have been what it was. I yeah, I have okay. no uh, no uh, awareness of having paused. Did I just? But I just did it then. Are you, you sure just that's not then. just the way I talk? <laughs> it might just be your pattern of speech, and I'm just now picking up on it after knowing you for 20 years. <laughs> I just like the idea of you following up the premiere video game podcast with forgetting what the show's called. But apparently that's not what happened. It's so the premiere uh, video game podcast. Uh, uh, it's everyone's favorite show. It's a triple A podcast. Yeah, oh, we, we know. Yeah. We know what the show. I mean, you know what the yeah, show is. You know, I don't have to say. I don't have to say what it is because you're already listening to it. So you know what it is. Yeah. You know, one thing I do have to say is that each month we do our own format here on Get Played. Uh, where we take a the, the the end of the last episode of every month, we do a full episode dedicated to one game, one playthrough experience. And the game we are going to do this month is Cyberpunk 2077, The Phantom Liberty. So that episode will be coming out in two weeks on Monday, October 30th. Look for that and uh, please pay, play along if you like, though, by no means necessary. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, you can get, we, we can all get gonked together. Huh? What do you say? Gonked is like my favorite one to say so yeah they have a lot of for people who aren't uh, uh playing the game or watching the anime cyberpunk edge runners there are a lot of made-up future slang and yeah i do i do like gonked mine my the one i like is delta we get a delta out of here oh that is good delta, delta the is fuck good. out of here i think we should just like you know plan for the future that we want so i think we should start incorporating the cyberpunk slang into our daily lives so that hopefully they catch on and just become things we say your takeaway from cyberpunk is this is the future that we want i mean it's the future we're gonna get so i think i I think we might as well just like just be ahead of the curve yeah sure that makes sense sort of know what everyone's talking about i guess i like preem preem is preem is is good it's really useful uh what it's impossible to say preem without sounding shitty Hmm. I don't you know. know. Like, I think oh, sounds pretty premium sandwich. It. 
Yeah. No, it's just preem. Mm, but you know, you said it, it, but if you said a sandwich was preem, I would immediately think, well, this is like one of the best sandwiches ever. Is it yeah. supposed to derive from supreme or premium? What is it supposed to be from? Supremium. Supremium. Yeah. I f- yeah. I feel like since both of those things have preem in them, somebody was probably like, oh, well, preem is preem. the root of good. Right. And specifically, it's for sandwiches. Yeah. Mm, this turkey club is preem. Ooh, this hot pastrami is preem. Dude, I would do anything for a hot pastrami right now. That is a really good sandwich. It's one of the best ones you can get. Or do you like it on rye bread? Hmm. You know, I'm not a big rye guy, but I'll I'll eat it how it's given to me. I'm not typically like picky about it. I I, I don't do substitutions. I'm not a substitutions guy. I'm with you. Rye is a look. I like a rye bread, but oftentimes, you know, maybe you're not a rye guy because you're not a dry guy because sometimes that rye can come in a little bit dry if it's not fresh. Here's Uh, here's the thing about me that I don't know if I've really discussed. I think I am a dry guy. I, I, I'll eat a plain piece of toast. No butter, no nothing. Wait, wow. really? Yeah. Jesus. Matt, that's that's the opposite of preem. That's insane. I don't know. I I, I just I, I like I let the bread do all the heavy lifting, baby. I don't know. I don't need to, I don't get it get it all gunked up. You're gunk, dude. That's oh, what's happened. Oh, you you must you probably think I'm some kind of dwarfer, don't you? A dwarf head. <laughs> Wait, is that one? Yeah, I just read it. Uh it's like a drug <laughs> addict. Oh, wow. I picked up on Dorfer. Yeah, I haven't heard it either. That one was kind of new to me. Uh, but, you know, it's it, it's entered the vernacular. Where did you read that? In the source book? Where were you seeing that? The wiki? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have the, 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 the sacred texts of cyberpunk right in front of me. Uh, yeah, it's just the, the cyberpunk fandom. Uh, oh, interesting. Wiki. Uh, so, you know, there's a bunch of ads on my screen as well. Uh, it's uh, It's a big mess over here. That's a good sandwich. Chicken salad. That's a preem sandwich. I don't like a chicken salad. I've had what some What podcast ones. is this? <laughs> See, you, Heather, you truly don't remember, do you? <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. The podcast is Get Played, and we're going to be talking about 
look, this is part of our responsibility, I think, hosting or or at least our self-imposed obligation, uh, our sense of duty, if you will, on this podcast is we feel like we have to talk about uh, as many games as we can get to. But that's just impossible. That's just the nature of this medium. And so we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. But before we get there, before we get to that central topic. <laughs> yeah, it's like we are like, we're the premium television podcast. Okay, guys, we, we last week we watched all Yellowstone, uh, NCIS. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're Republicans watched, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we watched all of uh, I May Destroy You, and yeah. we got like like five episodes left of. Okay. Uh, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine just trying to watch all TV. It's impossible. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. It, it'd be undoable. It'd be undoable. Yeah. I feel like it's more like reading every book. I think you could watch most uh, notable TV more so than you could actually play through most notable games. I think there's just such a time commitment. Uh, but, uh, but but we're going to talk about that in a second and uh, and what it means uh, for someone who has this as a hobby uh, like us and for like a lot of our listeners. But before we do that, first, the question we put to the panel is, what are you playing? What are you playing? Hey, it's me, Ash Ketchum from Pokemon, and I'm a Pokemon master. You may hear my voice every week on Get Animate, the sister podcast. And as I threaten there, here I am, motherfuckers. I'm here to ask you guys, what have you been playing? And Nick, I choose you. Again, Again, I don't like that you threaten us. I wish you were a little less aggro, a little bit friendlier, especially if you're going to cross over to the main feed without permission. So I just say I don't I don't need permission. I was going to say this is sort of the issue, right? Like because you originated on this show. You were on this show first. This Ash. is my show. Yes. No, it's your show. Uh, Nick, I think uh, I think the only way forward is to uh, just cower and just give in to okay, Ash's demands. It. No eye contact. No fucking eye contact. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you're right. No, nope, no problem for me. Sorry, sir. Uh, but um, I, I think you know, Ash, you did say you'd you'd be back on this show, and uh, as I see it, you're welcome anytime. Thank you. I am. Uh, I'm ti- I'm a time traveler. That doesn't sound canonical. No, you're a time I, traveler. What do you even mean? Which Pokemon does that happen in? Any any Pokemon that you harness. All the way to their absolute unlocks the ability time travel. And so I'm a fucking time traveler. So you, uh, you, to you, me, you, that's just a lie. That just sounds like you're lying. You're lying. Oh, I thought you, I want you to understand. Do you know why it's I don't a know mystery? Who you want to know why it's such a mystery? Who, who my dad is? Why is that Ash? It's because it's me. I fucked my own mom. Oh my Jesus God. Christ. Ash. And I made me. I'm a perfect being. You're like Fry from Futurama. Oh, Wait, is that, that is true? that does happen on Futurama. Fry Fry's his own grandpa. Yeah, so it's a little bit removed. <laughs> yeah, but oh, it's pretty. Jesus. <laughs> Wait, that upsets you? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you fuck your grandma? Well, why would you fuck your mom? That was what you. That's what hot. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But if you're traveling back in time, you could hit. Your grandma, yeah, you know, Nick. I don't know if you'd be age. asking this question if you'd seen Ash's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, time I to open installed Mister Mime <laughs> as my surrogate dad, and I fuck my mom. Hey, what are you playing? 
Uh, I guess, yeah, I'll just go ahead and uh, answer that, Ash. I'm going to so- time travel back to the assassination of JFK, and I'm going to shoot him like, Five seconds before Oswald gets his first shot off, just so that Oswald's upset. Well, this is Stephen King's nightmare. He wrote Wait, is that book. also a thing? No, he wrote a whole book about just trying to undo the JFK assassination via time travel. Is he a good we, author or like just an <laughs> author? He's I had like some, Stephen King. He's had some problems, you know. He, he he's, is, he's he battled is, some substances, and I think he was in a uh, an accident hasn't. of some kind. Yeah. Uh, so who knows what's going on? The inner machinations of Mister Stephen King. I looked up I, the date eleven twenty two sixty three. That's the that's the name of the book that's about a time traveler who tries to stop JFK's assassination. It's written by JF, by Stephen King, and it, it it is very very boomer. I mean, there it's was just a, a there yeah. was a quantum leap episode. Where somebody can't like Sam? Do you know Sam Beckett, the time traveler? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen. Goes, I've seen one of them. Yeah. He goes back in time to try and stop uh, JFK, but he, but he's, he's time travels into Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. And then he finds out that he saved Jackie. That's right. Yes. I, I saw this. Uh, I remember this was a two part episode, and I saw this like when I was a kid. And they, an they've, ins- what it's a really crazy premise. concept. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is that, that he never really leapt into notable people. They were always like kind of so this was like a break from the format it was like, oh, he's going into a known historical figure. Uh, yeah, I remember it being a good episode, but I don't know if it holds up. I was a child. Me, too. And so was I. We all were children. We all were children once. Hey, Nick, yeah. I choose you. What are you playing? Thanks, thanks Ash. Ash is unhinged. I'm right. Don't. I'm right here. I thought you left. Sorry. No, I'm right here. Okay. I'm here to listen. And if you guys don't tell us what you're playing, then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to task. I may get taken to task because I wish I had something new to talk about. But I guess it's per, it's fitting for today's topic that all I've been uh, been able to make time for is Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, and uh, I do I, like I am still really enjoying it. I, I have had look. There was last week I talked about a bug I'd encountered uh, and over the the in the interim, they had released a patch which addressed specifically that bug. Wow. So, you know, that's that's been patched and they, they've done a lot of uh, they've done a lot of, of additional updates and fixes uh, since the 2.0 release. Uh, it, it it look it it's a blast. Here here's the thing. I, I guess I'll focus on for this particular uh, discussion, which is that mobility generally has been improved a lot, and it's so fun, especially if you spec for reflexes mm-hmm. and you get all the dashes and the air dash. Uh, it's just like you can just kind of zoom around the map, and it's great not just for combat because I'm playing a, a, a melee focus build, though I still end up using guns a lot. And uh, just for for zipping in and out of encounters and ducking behind cover and such. But it's also great for just for getting around the map uh, because there's a there's a lot of just walking around with these sorts of open world games. Um, And on that note, you know, I think the driving is improved, but I still much prefer riding a motorcycle. I just think the motorcycles are so uh, much uh, more maneuverable. They're so much more fun to control. It's great to squeeze, you know, to white line to squeeze between uh, traffic uh, to lane split. And then also. Uh, I, it's one of the rare instances you can see a, a 3D version, or, or I'm sorry, a third-person version uh, of your character model. 
uh, as for a game that's that largely lives in first person. So I I, I do kind of like ho- uh, hop hopping on that hog and zip it around. Uh, but yeah, but it's been mostly cyberpunk for me. I do want to note one game that's now on my radar that I bought on the Steam store because it just uh, released. It it was an early access for a while. It just had its official release um, this past week as of the episode. Uh, if you're listening to this episode on release date, it's called Space Wreck. Uh, and it hmm. is an isometric uh, RPG, and um, I haven't played it yet, so you know I can't attest to it. But it, it but I there are there has been had gotten a lot of very positive buzz. It does like very much harken back to like Fallout One, like Fallout One and Two, like those you know hmm. those those really those '90s uh, era uh, isometric games. Um, and it is like a a hardcore role playing experience that apparently you can play without combat. So uh, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to messing around with this, uh, and uh, you know one of the it, it, a throwback to um, one of the uh, ancestors of a of a game like Baldur's Gate three. So it, it it's it, it's it looks like an interesting um, experience, and hopefully I'll have some real impressions for you uh, in the the coming weeks. But yeah, that's mostly been cyberpunk for me. Um, uh, Matt, how about you? I'm also been playing uh, cyberpunk, and uh, right now. Uh, I'll be. This will be untrue when this episode comes out. Mm. Uh, but I'm uh I'm in Palm Springs. I've been here. I'm here for like a week. Uh, I won't get into the particulars. Uh, and I, frankly, talking about it much more than I thought it would be. <laughs> but the reason I bring it up <laughs> is that I uh been wanting to play Cyberpunk, but I didn't bring my PS5 with me. Mm. Right. Uh, and so what I did was I brought my iPad. And have the remote play app on my iPad, and I wow. brought my PS5 controller. Nice. And I've been using that. And let me tell you something about that. It works perfectly. <laughs> it is so fucking good. Wow. If you have strong, really? if you have strong wow. Wi-Fi on both sides, you know, at your home base, or if you're hardwired in, which is, I think, recommended. Yeah. But. If you're if you're in a spot where your your PS5 can't necessarily be uh, hardwired without being an inconvenience and um, uh, but can uh, be close enough to Wi-Fi where it's usually not a problem, uh, it works great. I've been having a blast, and what in in my Airbnb has a um, has a TV where I can AirPlay. Uh, my iPad to the TV, so it's just like I'm playing at home, but just no PS5. And there's like very if it if there's latency, it's very very minimal, and I can't notice it at all. Like I've been playing, interesting, and having a great time with it. And um, right now I'm yeah I'm in the middle of the Phantom Liberty stuff. But let me tell these these romance options. You know, in my first playthrough, I was a was a male V. And was romancing Pan Am. Right. And it's so hard not to just go back down the Pan Am road for some reason. I just, she's great, but I know that Judy is an option for me, right? Because Judy uh, does, will not romance a male V, uh, but will romance a female V, which is what I'm playing now. And her next quest line hasn't popped up yet. And I'm so nervous that something's wrong with oh. the, with, with the game uh, or like with, uh, with the quest line, because 
I would like to pursue that because I heard her story is great and I would like to know more about Judy. Um, but I, so far it's been a, it's been a dead end. And I think uh, hopefully her next quest, it's like a side gig pops up for me soon, but uh, I shouldn't even be focusing on that because I should be mainlining the Phantom Liberty stuff in time for the, for the episode, which I will, uh, I, I will, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to finish that stuff, but yeah, you gotta, you get a little bit of time before we record. There are five Mondays in this month. So yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to get there, but I've been, in, I've been really enjoying, I've been really enjoying it. I sent you guys, I don't know if you saw this. I sent you guys a funny, uh, bug kind of, I don't know if it's a bug or if it was like just an accident, but I was at the Aldecaldo's camp and I'm sort of just standing there. Uh, cause I was like doing something like I was like looking at my phone, but didn't pause the game and an NPC <laughs> walks into frame, walks toward the fire pit that everyone's kind of sitting at accidentally walks into the fire, catches on fire and everybody around the fire pit runs away screaming. <laughs> <laughs> like this game what is like that's the correct response that should happen right in a in in a scenario where uh you know the the video games uh ai players are you know supposed to react normally but it shouldn't happen i don't think it's written that the character is supposed to write is, to, is supposed to walk into the fire it was an accident because he right. just sits down like normal and is just like on fire uh but it was such a funny uh funny thing to witness such a at least the bugs in this game are good <laughs> yeah they're, they're they're fun they offer some unintentional <laughs> comedy the uh uh, I, yeah, I, you know, the I was I was just looking if there was any additional romance in Phantom Liberty. I guess there isn't, which is a little disappointing. Hmm. But what are you going to do? Hmm. Hmm. Because it is because the romance options are a little bit limited. Yes. Yeah. Like it's like there's one there's one male female. There's one there's one, you know, female male. There's one male male and one female female. And like, that's it. Yeah, you'd think, you you know, we've, we this, we've said this a lot, but you would think there just would be more options in general or at least, you know, more combinations. Well, yeah, because there's also like the, the the other approach is kind of the Hades or Baldur's Gate 3, like, you know, uh, all characters are kind of pansexual and available to the player character. And yeah, um, uh, yeah, they they took a different approach, but I think specifically for its future, it feels a little bit restrictive. For uh, but I don't know, you know, whatever. Uh, I I think more than more than anything, it just kind of feels it's like a little bit less. It, it feels a little bit less fun for the player because it's just like, well, I, I'm so limited in who I can choose. I guess I'm going with this person. Yeah, that fits my character's body type. I think in the future. The very near future, all of the NPC dialogue is going to be AI generated and you'll be able to romance literally anybody on the street in a game like this. Mm. And I think we will look back at these like very, very curated romantic storylines with a bit of nostalgia. That's that's my that's my Nostradamusing of the video game industry. For yeah. The day. I think we'll see some games like that. I think some of them will be uh, very bad. 
Uh, and uh, I think a lot of like there will be like some dating sims, like some cheap dating sims that maybe kind of take that approach. But I still think there will be a place for stuff that's just fucking written. At least I like I like to think so. I think there there will still be a a, a place for these sorts of, you know, really crafted, curated storylines. I, I don't so. know, because I also like you can't you can I don't know, maybe that maybe the uh, the algorithmic uh, fucking procedural a generation of uh, we'll, we'll get to a point where that sort of stuff is possible though who knows I hope so uh, Heather what have, what have you been playing guys it's been one year since I started playing Fortnite we, wow. uh, we first started playing Fortnite last October mm-hmm. that's right and so my introduction to Fortnite this was, was for, for people who didn't listen to that that was a month where each of us uh, subjected the others to in in turn, a game we thought they would not like, and we thought and, you, Nick, wouldn't like a shooting game with teenagers. Right, exactly. Um, uh, and uh, I don't because I, I, I don't play games. Stop smiling. What? I'm not smiling. Smile off your face, Matt. Smiling. What? Yeah, no, you were uh, right. Nick didn't like the shooting game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, the I'm not I'm not a big guy. I'm not a big gun game guy, and I'm not a big online multiplayer guy. So we all like. Uh, you subjected me to this. I actually ended up having a good amount of fun, even though I was bad at the game, because it is just like a really fun design and it's just such anarchic fun. Um, but really what it led to, Heather, as you were saying, is that you're you're super into this game. You're super yeah. into Fortnite. I have uh, I have never stopped playing Fortnite uh, over the course of the last year, uh, wow. save for the um, months when we were trying to expand our international reach on the podcast. And I was in Amsterdam and uh, I was just uh, like there was no the timing was wrong. Like I was just always online when nobody else was uh, because I didn't have a ton of Dutch or European friends. Um, But, you know, I've been back in the States for a bit and I'm playing Fortnite and there is a, okay, there's two things that are happening in the game. One, it's Fort Nightmares, which is their Halloween themed content. Mm, And it's very weird to realize that my initial foray into Fortnite was during a theme like i i started playing during halloween and i was just like oh this is halloween stuff i thought you know and then later it became regular Fortnite. uh so it's neat i feel a little nostalgic to be returning to that time here in 2023 um the other thing that's potentially happening is there's a lot of rumors that the island itself is going to revert to the original first season island. Wow. Uh, because they've been teasing all of this time travel stuff in the uh, on the Twitter account and also in-game. There's dates that seem to refer to the first season. And as somebody who joined in late, I'm really excited about that because I don't know what this game has evolved from. I only know that at any given moment, I can be a Terminator wielding a lightsaber while throwing ice walls from My Hero Academia and uh, also using like a witch's broom at the same time. I guess the lightsaber and the witch's broom didn't overlap, but you get the idea. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So to see and, and so to see the original island is I'm really excited about. I hope they do it. I'm sure I could watch YouTube videos of it, but that's not the same. No. I've never played a game that changes constantly like this. And it's uh, it's very endearing. So, um, yeah, just a shout out to the uh, 
Fortnite Battle Bus on our Discord, uh, who continue to be fantastic squad mates uh, and also showed up for uh, one of your shows, Nick, and um, and uh, celebrated an IRL meetup in Los Angeles recently. Oh, Um, yeah, lots of fun. What's the, who are the new seasonal ads? Like, who are the big licensed characters that oh, are in so Fortnite right now? So, announced this week, the Halloween skins are Alan Wake. Yawn. Looks like my dad. More like uh, Alan go to sleep. Next. Yeah. Uh, Jack Skellington, which is, I, you know, they've got enough Disney properties in here with Marvel and uh, what else? Like Tron is in sure. fucking Fortnite that I really hope at some point they put uh, Sora from Kingdom Hearts in it and that that would open the gate to uh, Square Enix characters because I really think that the game needs Sephiroth and Cloud as skins. So those are two. And then the final one is Jason from Halloween. He's got an adorable emote where he's playing his own song on a keyboard and he looks really serious about it. That's cute. Uh, um, and he stabs the low notes. So the high, it was, oh, that's top funny. hand. He's like, bah, 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 bah. and then he'll bomb, bomb with a knife. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's a merry old time. I certainly like Halloween more than Christmas. Uh, and, um, hmm. that's my take. And that's what I've been playing. Halloween versus Christmas. Where do I land? I guess I probably like Halloween more. I don't, I'm not super into either, but um, I'm not like a big holiday dude. Uh, but uh, I guess I like it as a kid. I like the idea of getting presents, but now I'm like, I don't fucking need any of this shit. What are we like? You know, like, so now I'm, since I'm less into presents, I feel like Halloween, just the general, I don't know. The spooky season is kind of fun. It's an excuse to watch horror movies. Yeah, I guess. And and on the whole, uh, horror movies are better than Christmas movies. I don't. uh, I there are very few Christmas movies I think that really scratch the itch of like I'm going to watch a good movie. Uh, I don't. Yeah, there's a handful, but there's not a lot. Whereas horror is kind of its own genre that gets you know. I mean, it's not yeah. like there's a lot of great Halloween specific movies, but no. there's a lot of like horror, although Halloween's pretty good. Uh, yeah. But they're like, but they're like horror themed. Um, yeah, I wonder if. Uh, I like pumpkin more than peppermint. I like pumpkin more than peppermint. Here's a question. Mm, I really where, like where do you class? You like you like peppermint. I like I like both. But I, I would say that I do like pumpkin more than I like peppermint, but I like peppermint. Where do you classify? Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Christmas movie. You say Christmas movie. It's it's yeah, it's more of a Christmas movie because while it does take place in Halloween town, his whole thing is Christmas. He's like, mm. I get he got Christmas pilled and he wants to go do Christmas now, too. And if your movie has Santa in it, then I got bad news for you, sweetheart. That's a Christmas movie. That's pretty convincing. I also think that. The movie starts with the end of Halloween. Like you would like if it was a Halloween movie, the first event wouldn't be. And that was yeah. Halloween. See to you again in another year. Weren't you saying just Fortnite specific? Isn't there an issue where Jack Skellington, they had to scale him down 
So yeah, like he, looks, he didn't, he wasn't super tall and had like yeah. a, like a, dis, you know, a disproportionate hitbox or whatever. He, he looks a little bit like a person in a Jack Skellington costume, <laughs> like a Halloween costume of Jack Skellington, which, you know, I, I wish that, I wish that he could be canonical, but then you wouldn't be able to hit him with bullets. There'd be, it'd be interesting. I, I know this is a different game and they've obviously taken the correct approach, uh, but but it would be an interesting version where there was like, you know, size was just everything was scaled appropriately. And like a character like Levi from uh, Attack on Titan, a famous short king was proportionate. And then Jack Skellington was like loomed over him instead of them two both being the same size and that being a little awkward. I mean, but I mean, that would completely screw up the balance because yeah. then every all high level players would all just pick the same, the smallest skins. Unless unless you also gave them less hit points. That's an interesting idea. So you could play as a skinny bitch, but you'd only have like you'd only be able to take two shots compared to like <laughs> 30. Right. And then if you play as like Hulk or or Iron Man Hulkbuster armor, then you'd be able to, you know, you'd take a lot more damage, but you'd mm-hmm. be slower. Again, I yeah. feel like this is Apex Legends or Overwatch that we're essentially designing. Sure. Yeah, Fortnite's doing its own thing. I don't yeah. I don't play any of these games, so what the fuck do I know? And, and um, you know, uh, a little while ago, I said Alan Wake, more like Alan Go to Sleep. I, uh-huh. I, I've never played it, so I don't, I don't wish that on him. I just was kind of making a joke. I, I don't, I, I can't speak to that. So thank you for correcting the record, Matt. Yeah, it's very that's nice. for, for all very the Alan Wake you. heads out there. I'm not coming for you, so don't come for me. All right. Uh, that's a that's a uh, that there's because Alan Wake Two is on the horizon. It might come out this month. Actually, I didn't. I don't know when the release hmm. date is. Maybe that's another one. Maybe that's one we'll talk about not having time to play. Um, but that's that's just a, a little cross promotion. But it it, it it does create a little bit of weird. It's just like it's that, that's kind of a, a little a bit of an ill fit for Fortnite. It feels like. But again, that's part of the fun. Like, what if they had the guy from Silent Hill Two in Fortnite? That'd be weird. I want I want Pyramid Head in Fortnite. Pyramid Head would be oh, good. That's a great idea. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about our topic, which is too many games. There's too many, too many games. There's too just many too many. Fucking, there's too many fucking games. There, there's this. I, this I believe just basically came out of we were trying to talk about what to cover this week, and we're like, ah, there's too many fucking options, and so we landed on why don't we just talk about that, which I know is a it's well worn territory uh, in talking about games. But you know, like the, this crush of fall releases that we get every year uh, going into the holiday season is very much a relic of video games being part of the toy industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it being back in the day of just like it's the same way that they were they were thought of as children's products. They were thought of as toys. They were sold at toy stores. And, uh, you know, this is back in the 8-bit days and, and before. And they had to have everything out for Christmas releases, for holiday releases, because that's when they did the, the industry does the bulk of its business. Um, and it's kind of turned into its own thing where now it's basically like our like game summer blockbuster season. Uh, now that games are such a, a a massive industry in and of themselves, 
And you can see that this is going back to a thing we were saying earlier. You can see every summer blockbuster at the cinema if you want. Not yeah. that everybody does, but that's a possibility. Yeah. But managing the game equivalent is un- impossible. It's yes. unfathomable. It there. I mean, there's individual days where multiple hundred hour video games come out in the same the same day. Right. So, like, you can't. You can't do it. Abadaga, what are you smiling about? I'm just enjoying the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just enjoying the conversation. I'm just listening to my friends talk and being like, hmm, I agree. Are there any books that take 100 hours to read? Uh, For me, every book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of even just like the, the, the biggest of big boys. Something like, you know, going back to Stephen King, The Stand. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that take a hundred hours to read? I don't think so. If I'm reading the stand, but that's a routine thing for the for for games. Yeah. If I'm reading the stand, I'm calling it the sit because I got to sit down if I'm reading that bad boy. Uh, Matt, early you apologized to Alan Wake. You might be might, might want to start getting ready to do it. I will not be issuing any further apologies. <laughs> I, I get the the only so the only really way to stay sane here is just to surrender and just abandon hope that you're going to play all these things and just accept that you can only pick a few things. Uh, But we're going to talk about what we picked and why and what we missed and what we maybe wished we had made time for over the course of this entire year so far. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, to preface the segment, I fucked up. How do you mean? I just didn't, like, I just didn't get to any of the shit that I wanted to play this year. Oh, just in general, you fucked up. I thought, I've, I've, I've played myself. I, I'm calling it right now. I got played. This Holy episode, shit. I got played. Wow. I I started Jedi Survivor or whatever. Oh, Heather. Which is, Matt has just said over and over again is an incredible game. Just, oh my mm-hmm. God, it's so good. It's so good. Fucking, I haven't played that shit. I've played like the first moments and I, and I was like, this tutorial is taking me forever. I'm going to stop. And I love Star Wars and I didn't play that fucking game. And it's on my crossbar, my crossbar media thing on the PlayStation five, whatever the fuck it's called now. It's there. It's glowing. It beckons me. I think that game is of the non Andor Star Wars things that have come out in the last few years is the, is like the best (laughs) like Star Wars story like those two games in particular, I think they're, they're fantastic Star Wars stories. And this game, if the game, if the if this year wasn't so bloated with great releases, would be in the game of the year conversation. I think at least for me, maybe for others as well. But because the year is so slammed, it's it's forgotten. It is just it's lost to the uh, just how packed the year is. What's what is your both of you? Because the first one that occurs to me is Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. What is the number one game that occurs to each of you? Where you're like, ah, fuck. I do you mean? Do it. you mean a game? A game we didn't get to yeah. at all? Like or, a game I haven't played, or that you had to drop for the show, or that you just like got the distracted. The one I had to drop is is easy and I'm planning to return to it, but it's Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had more time for that game. I wish it was the only thing I was playing, but I'm playing other things. Um, but, uh, you know, that, 
the game is so for me and it's so well done and I am excited to return to it. So that's kind of, that's, that's kind of an answer, but, but I'll also, I'm going back to it. Um, I think that my big answer is, uh, is persona Four golden, uh, because I love persona five so much. And, uh, it's, uh, it's the only game in the series I've really put any time into. It's certainly the only one I, in, in the game in the series I finished, uh, they released persona Four golden, um, this year, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. Was it, did it come out last year? No, it came out in January. No, it, it got yeah. no, it got released in January of this year. Uh, and I kind of wish I'd just like gotten into it, you know, just just played through it on on Game Pass and it's still just sitting in my queue. So that's that's the big one for me. I mean, I don't know if there are like big, big ones, because I I have at least dipped my toes into quite a few games this year. Uh, you know, I didn't finish. I mean, I haven't finished so many games, but like I haven't finished Baldur's Gate three yet. I haven't finished um, Armored Core. Uh, and I was really enjoying that. Um, but like, as far as games that I like just missed completely, like this is going to sound crazy because like I am, a coward. Uh-huh. But when the Dead Space remake came out, I was like pretty excited to give it a try. And I think mm-hmm. we even floated it internally amongst the three of us as a uh as a we play you play. Yep. Uh, yeah, that one was definitely on my on my radar and you know what we could have done that that I think that's the month we decided to do Metroid Prime remake instead. I could be wrong. I, I can't remember so. exactly what the order was, but but it yeah. was it, it was like there were a few different things we were talking about and that's the one we landed on. Yeah, but like I was I was interested in you know I've never played Dead Space. There I heard raves of the uh of the remake and I guess I was just in the mood to get scared. So it's like, okay, I could, I could do that. I could think I can do this. Uh, but you know, I also never touched. We had, we had such a good time, Nick with, yeah. um, I, I fell off of Diablo four. I never even finished the Diablo four campaign. Now that I'm thinking about it, speaking of times we've had fun. Uh, yeah. but, uh, and I know that it, it's like in a, Diablo four is in a worse state now than it was when it, uh, when it launched. Um, but we had such a good time with Kirby in the forgotten land. There was a, a Kirby deluxe, you know, re-release on the switch. Kirby returned to dreamland, returned to dreamland deluxe. Mm-hmm. Didn't even, didn't even try, didn't even get it. And I loved Kirby. This was the year I decided I loved Kirby. I wish I hadn't installed 35 copies of Hogwarts Legacy on my PS4. <laughs> I, I yeah. put in a combined thousand hours into that game. No, I didn't no, play, no, I didn't no, play no. a fucking second of that game. No, and like it's come out so many times. Like it like it had the initial next gen launch and then it hit last gen a couple of months later and then it just came out for Switch like a couple of months ago. It's like let, let, get over it. Stop. Stop. Stop just, with this. I'm just going to shout out games that I should have played. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay PS- I get a list too. PSVR 2. Should have played more of that. I uh, fucking, I got Gran Turismo and was like, I'm getting a racing chair. Didn't get a racing chair. Mm-hmm. Should have gotten a racing chair. Uh, I didn't play enough of Octopath Traveler 2. Downloaded it. 
loaded, it's ready to go. Awesome. That's on my fucking list as well. Supposed yeah. to be incredible. Uh, didn't play a second of the Resident Evil Four remake beyond what we did. Uh, did play Last of Us Part One remake with my wife who really loves Last of Us, and she got she played the whole thing, and I watched, and it was really sweet. Um, but I didn't play uh, Street Fighter Six after that initial launch period. No time. Just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah, aforementioned that. fucking Jedi Survivor. Uh, I didn't play Aliens Dark Descent. I love an Aliens license. Um, have not beat Baldur's Gate 3. Still am in the first chapter. The first chapter. Because I'm, that's a that's a big chapter. Because though. I fucking killed too many NPCs. <laughs> on accident. I just found out that there was a I killed a a potential party member. Oh, I didn't even know. It's not on on me. She attacked us. Mm. She just opened up on my party and I fucking slayed Mm. her. And then what's his name was really upset. I was like, how could you have done this? Were were you in the midst of slaughtering a village? Because that's the kind of thing you would do. No, I what? Look, I have never, except for the goblin village, rolled into a place with slaughter on lock. Okay, (laughs) I have I have been guilty of somebody says you can't go in that room. And I'm like, that's not the kind of character I am. I'm getting in that fucking room. And then Uh I open the door and they're like, we said, don't go in that room. And they open up on me and then I have to wipe them out. And then everybody witnesses. Right. They come to those people's aids and they like just if you. If you encounter somebody who's like, I have to eat all the cheese that I find, let them eat the, the cheese or don't show them where the cheese is. Mm. I never played a second of Starfield and I really, really wanted to play Starfield. I did fucking beat Final Fantasy 16. What was I thinking? Hey. <laughs> you, you know, uh, this game, I don't think has really come up on this show at all. And I don't know if it's on either of your radars at all, but I was interested in trying it uh, and just never got around to it. But I've heard nothing but great things from people that have like spent a lot of time with it. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Does that have any interest Matt, that's to you? at the top of my list because yeah. it's a late 2022 release. Yeah. But that's the the you know it's like a it's like a tactical combat game that supposedly has a really good story to it. Uh, I'm not I don't love Marvel. I like don't really just it's just not a thing I was ne- was ever into. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but I but I've heard but you know the kind of gameplay this has is really uh, you know seems super compelling to me. And this was a game I, I bet I would love if I had some time for it. But I'm also like, am I gonna play a sixty hour? tactical combat game i i don't know you, you might probably not <laughs> I, I mean i might but i don't know i i was interested in it because yeah i do like marvel and marvel games like uh, and i i have not played a ton of like tactics games but i i i think with the right like i played um the marvel rabbits the first one i never finished it but i played that mario Rabbids. yeah mario rabbits yeah yeah uh and uh man i mean Let's put the rabbits in more things. Uh, rabbits are great. Uh, the the that Mario that game has a surprising amount of tactical depth. Yeah, I mean it's like you know it's it's that's a that, if you like that game, I mean you'd like like XCOM. Yeah, um, and this is the this is the XCOM developer. Uh, so you know it it it's I don't know. I mean 
yeah, it it, it seemed uh, it's it, that that game that game definitely was on my radar. And I'm just kind of like the kind of guy that's like just dumb enough to be like, I like this one because it has the characters that I like. Like, like sure. I, I would just that's like enough for me to be like, I I'll, I should try this one. Um, but it's on. It's still it's on my wish list. Waiting for waiting for a deep sale. That's where some, that's where a lot of these games go to die, unfortunately. Uh is yeah. is the wish list and then they do get purchased when they hit the arbitrary threshold I've decided and yeah. uh never to be played. Uh <laughs> 67% off, great. That'll go in my library yeah. and uh I'll log 0 hours in it. <laughs> exactly. No, I know the feeling. Very common. Uh uh yeah, that one's on, that one's on my list. Keep going, Matt. Uh, I was going to say are either of you Pikmin people, did you ever play Pikmin? I was not yeah, a I Pikmin played, person. Uh, I I did play the first Pikmin, uh, and I uh, enjoyed it. But you know, it was not the masterpiece I think I maybe had expectations mm-hmm. for, and didn't really keep up with the franchise after that. I can't remember. I think it was Pikmin three that everyone's like Pikmin three rips. Maybe it's Pikmin two. Uh, but I saw Pikmin four. I mean, I I know Pikmin four did come out. And yeah, I, it was one I was planning on just. Passing on all four, everyone said all four Pikmin games are available on Switch, and it's like the only yeah. Nintendo property where that is true, like where all the games are on it. Uh, and it's it's so crazy to me. I guess it's, it's easier because there are fewer of them, but uh, you can play any Pikmin, any of the Pikmin games on Switch now, which is great if you're a Pikmin fan. Uh, but I've not, I've never played one. I did play a little bit of play i don't know if that's what you call it but um i experienced rather pikmin bloom are you familiar with this it's like pokemon oh, go yes. but pikmin. This is, yeah it's a mobile one yeah and i liked that for like two days and then uh just didn't just didn't keep up with it um right. and an, another game that i did purchase and have not had time to play yet oxen free 2 lost signals i loved the first oxen free so much um and this is like a mm. sort of like supernatural mystery adventure game. And when the second one was coming out, I was like pretty hyped for it and bought it on release day and then just still have not. I, I don't even know what was out. Uh, it came out in July. So July was pretty packed, if I if I recall. Uh, but I just I didn't even get a chance to play it. Uh, I have a, I, I have my, uh, did you have more on your list? Uh, I mean, there's like a, a million games, but like, yeah, yeah. What, what, what did you have? I, I've got a few here. I do have one question that I'll, I'll put a pin in, but I, I do want to uh, ask both of you because I think it's a game that I kind of would expected both of you to be into and that we haven't talked about it on the podcast. But yeah, Marvel's Midnight Suns was mentioned, Persona 4 Golden, Dead Space remake. Uh, here's a big one. We taught we did we did a whole episode about Coffee Talk on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Coffee Talk episode two, Hibiscus and Butterfly, came out this year. And I had a little bit of a visual bug I was dealing with on the PC version. Uh that I just just kind of made me it had to do with like, you know, I've said before I have this widescreen monitor and it just like did didn't support that resolution and I couldn't find a way to make it um, you know. Uh, uh both playable and 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 aesthetically uh pleasing. Um, and, uh, and I don't know if that's a thing that's been fixed in an update. I haven't tried it again. I haven't tried to play it on a different platform, but again, a game I, I really enjoyed a game I played all of, 
uh, I, I streamed a good amount of when I was streaming and I, and I finished on my own uh, the first one and then just have not really put any time into episode two. But that's one I plan on returning to. Um, uh, Ryogagotoku, uh, RGG, uh, which is the developer of Yakuza uh, slash Like a Dragon, released two games this year, or at least has released one. And then has another one that's coming out in November, uh, like a dragon Ishin, which I saw is coming to Game Pass mm-hmm. soon. And then like a dragon Gaidan, uh, Gaidan, the man who erased his name, uh, which is coming in November. And I was like, fuck, I liked I loved Yakuza Zero. I played the shit out of it. I finished. I didn't 100 percent it, but I finished a lot of the quest lines, a lot of the side quests um, and uh, finished the game. And that's the only one in the franchise that I've played. And after I finished it, I may have even said this, I guess I was like, I want to play all these games. I just didn't make time for it. That is one where just looking at that and looking at how the backlog even is growing even further. is just like, I just got to like fucking make this a project. I've just got to like go through and just play through all of their, these games or play through at least the big ones. Yeah. Just, just really dig in on this franchise that I know I'll really love. Cause I really liked the one game that I played in it. Um, but, uh, yeah, there were two more that came out this year and they're, they're both supposedly, uh, uh, or at least the first one was well received and I'm sure the second one will be good as well. Uh, there's a game that came out, a puzzle game, maybe just for me here, uh, but, but chance of Sonar uh, is the one I've heard a lot of, mm. uh, of, of buzz about. And, uh, that one is, you know, uh, it's, it's just, I, I like, again, I haven't made time for it yet, but that one's on my radar. And then finally the other one is, and this one I'm going to do. Because I already downloaded it on Game Pass, and I know it's like a game that's like six hours long, um, but Cocoon, uh, which came out uh, just in September, I think, and there was someone in the in our Discord who had recommended it to me specifically, and I apologize for not having your name at the ready, uh, but you know this is the one of the one of the developers of Limbo and Inside, mm. uh, which we've covered on the pod, uh, is behind this one. It is very puzzle focused. Uh, but it is a game that just like I'm sure is completely up my alley. Um, so yeah, those those are those are what I got on my list. Um, but I did want to ask both of you about uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Mirage, mm, yeah. which is Heather. You put so much time into Valhalla, and Matt. You know, I know this isn't Prince of Persia, but it is like you know a Ubisoft game that's kind of. Prince of Persia esque, and I know you love that franchise. Have either of you pu- considered putting any time into Assassin's Creed Mirage? Matt, why don't you go first? Um, I haven't been able to consider that because every time I get uh an Assassin's Creed game, I jump off of it, and it's not even from mm. like disliking it. I think they're right. they're really fun and really like they're great games. Uh, but I've tried so many times with Assassin's Creed, and I think just how big they are kind of turns me off of it. I understand that this one has more of a stealth, uh, a, a stealth um, focus, and ha- is maybe smaller than some of the other ones too, uh, which is appealing. But I ha- I haven't. It's on my that that one was one that I was considering. You know, that one's on my list as well. But I just don't know if I'll get to it this year at all, ever. Heather, how about you? Well, I recently dabbled a little bit more in Valhalla because I've had Viking Madness. (laughs) Um, And one of the things that I cannot 
bear is to return to a video game. This actually I should have maybe I should have talked about this for what what am I playing? Um, you return to a video game and there is every icon is incomprehensible. It's been a year or or more than a year, and you're like, I don't know what any of these lights up at the top of my fucking map mean. I don't know what, you know, which one is a quest, which one is like interesting landmark or treasure or what like. I just want to keep going and doing a little bit more of the story DLC for the Siege of Paris, which I dropped. Um, I don't, I guess I don't like Assassin's Creed games. I like Viking stuff. Oh, that makes sense. And the idea of like seeing the reviews where they're like sneaking is a return to form in Assassin's Creed. And I'm like, wow, that's, I'm not that interested in that. Although I did no, see yes. a special move where the main character, I don't know what his name is. Uh, maybe it's Basim. I'm not sure. You're right. It's Basim. All right. It's great. Because you meet that guy in, in Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a move that he does where he's so fast that the uh, animus cannot keep up with what he's doing. So it just looks like he's glitching from murder to murder which is kind of a charming special move, like somebody who's teleporting all around the screen because the animus can't render how fast he's moving. Great, cool. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, yeah, it's just not, I'm not, I'm not really into Assassin's Creed games on their own. I'm into eras of history. And if the Assassin's Creed game happens to cover that, then I'll, then I'll be into it. Then I'll, then I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll fucking jump in for this. Like if there was that a, makes sense. if there was a 1920s Paris uh, Assassin's Creed game, I'd fucking I'd play 300 hours of that. Or like, man, can you imagine a Paleolithic Assassin's Creed game? That would be hype as fuck. Like, if if you're if it was just a game that was exploring everything we know about, like pre Mesopotamian society. And you were an assassin. <laughs> that would be great. But yeah, no, I'm I'm skipping it. And not I if you I, did not you ever sadly. play Far Cry Primal? That's I did the only not. game I can think of that's like that. Yeah, I did not. I didn't either. But I, I, that feels like the, that game that would be extremely your shit. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, that's uh, by, by the way, it's Bulbasaur in our in our discord who uh, recommended Cocoon that's on Game Pass. Um. And uh, yeah, I am. I am looking forward to checking this out, but it's it's another one in my backlog currently. Here's a question for the panel. Is there a 2022 game you missed that you planned on getting to this year that you still haven't gotten to? Got a more Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah, that's for, that's it for me, too. I got that bad boy in shrink wrap like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got fucking idiot. Why did I buy that? Hours, I knew it was going to have time for it. Several hours this summer that I spent playing God of War Ragnarok and I just had to bounce off yeah, for, you fuck. know, cyberpunk or whatever it is that we were. What I, you know. Probably Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, uh, you wanted dessert, not your vegetables. Um, I, my first one that comes to mind for me is, uh, is Horizon 2, Horizon, uh, Forbidden West. Uh, was that 2022? I think it was, that that, or it, maybe it came out the same year as Elden Ring. Uh, but I got no, it, but I got it last year. year. I just, time is so fucking hard to track. Yeah. 
uh, it came out February in 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Er- wow, early entry, but uh, but yeah, I I didn't get to, fi- I never finished it, and was uh, and and I finished the first one, I think the week her, her the, the this one came out and then was like super into it, and then Elden Ring came out and was like, well, I'm gonna play Elden Ring, uh, and just yeah, never got back to this. I also never got back to, I mean, it's kind of a a joke on our our show at this point but uh i never got started with strangers in paradise talk about shrink wrap oh, oh sure man. yeah i played enough of that to know it was super fun but i didn't want to play it alone yeah we should have just covered it um i was going to say the <laughs> i mean we could next month i was going to say the 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 game like my real answer is uh, is Ragnarok, uh, which mm-hmm. Heather mentioned, but the other answer, and it's back on my radar, Matt, for the factor you just said of like it's on deep sale currently, uh, and I am thinking of buying it. Uh, in 2022, there was an indie game called Domekeeper that came out that was really well received. It's a roguelike, and it's about like you know you're a miner and uh, you're you're just trying to dig deeply while like monsters are attacking uh, are attacking your oh. like sci-fi habitat. Uh, and it's, you know, it's aesthetically very cool. And I, I just it, it just seems it's the kind of game that I know I'd really enjoy. Uh, and I just like have not made time for it. So uh, but yeah, that that that's one that's that definitely I don't know, maybe I'll get to it at some point. But that's that's one from last year's backlog that I still haven't played. It's so it's so tough, like because, yeah, mm-hmm. in, the, in the year's not even over, you know, uh, this. Co- oh, yeah. No, that's that's why I included Man Who Erased His Name, because like, that one's coming up and yeah. there's no chance. There's no fucking way in hell that come November, I'm going to be making time to like, all right, here we go. Th- there's uh, I mean, when this episode releases at the end of this week, Spider-Man fucking two comes out and I'm bu- I'm getting that and I'm dropping whatever I'm doing. It's too many games. I love my Spideys. There's too many fucking games. Here's a, I mean, like, should we, should we try to come up with some sort of positive resolution to this? Should we try to be like, hey, let's try to have some sort of plan of action. Let's try to say like, hey, this is, you know what? I can't get to everything, but this is maybe this is one thing I want to prioritize. Or is the right way to end this just like accepting the chaos, accepting the misery, the impossibility of being able to. Uh, you know, tackle everything. All th- all three of us just straight into the camera, like at the end of Old Boy, just like looking <laughs> like just <laughs> horrified. Um, yeah, I don't know because like, I mean, all of the games that we talked about, most of which are unpurchased, so I think those will just be where they are currently. Like, uh, you know. I'm not going to be doing, I'm not going to di- jump into Marvel Midnight Suns. That's not like a, a resolution that I'm going to get into. But like, you know, when there's a lull this year, if there is a lull, uh, I wouldn't mind getting back into Horizon Forbidden West and, and finishing that. Right. Like, I feel like that's like an easy box I can check. Uh, right. And that's actionable. But um, yeah. I, I think yeah. that's a good I think that seems like a good plan of action. Yeah. That seems like a good way. To, I mean, because like I'm I'm just looking at that like and, you know, a game I didn't mention that I've just like I kind of gave up on. But Jagged Alliance three, I played Jagged Alliance one and two on PC as a kid. These are, again, tactical games. And these are, you know, 
I fucking finished those games. Those games were those games were 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 big and daunting. Hell yeah. Um and and Jagged Alliance three came out this year and it's like one of those games where it's like it's been twenty years, twenty five years since there's been a proper sequel. Uh and I just sort of like was like, well, look, I I don't know. Maybe 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 like ten years ago or fifteen years ago, if this game came out, I'd have time for it. But now I'm just like, uh, I'm just gonna kind of ignore it. Uh, I, I kind of accept that I'm probably just never gonna get to that, and that that I I can make peace with. Um, Armored Core Six, another one. I know both of you played that game. I think that game is probably up both of your alleys a little bit more than it is mine. I can kind of make peace with just mm-hmm. not playing that. Uh, game. So interesting. But, uh, Nick doesn't seem to like perfect video games <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it's awesome but i but i'm also like look if i'm going to make time for armored core six shouldn't i just play fucking bloodborne you know well, from soft game that i've never played and that's that's part of my calculation with those sorts of things of like yeah i should i should finally get to bloodborne i should finally restart hollow Knight and actually finish it because i love metroidvania so much and i know that's what everyone says is the best one and i just have never Never gotten all the way through it. Speaking of Bloodborne, on my list also, Lies of P. I heard Lies of P is great. Lies of P is supposed to be awesome. Yeah. When? It's about fucking Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should cover it. (laughs) If this, that's, you know, that's, that's what, we're, we're in, in some sense, extremely, in a big sense, extremely lucky uh, to uh, to have this podcast and to be able to monetize a hobby, but it also turns into, well, the only way we can justify actually playing something sometimes is to turn it into content. Well, and this is the this is the thing because we've changed formats, uh, you know, from our previous iteration where we would cover a game every single week, right? Uh, like a yeah. bad or weird game, and then uh, from there we scaled back and we would do like three episodes like that a month and then one episode where it was like you know just kind of talking about games and now it's like now it's this where it's like a different format sort of like not format but a different uh topic every single week and we're still like games it's, what do we do what do we do we, we we any situation we put ourselves in we can find a way to make it uh make it hell <laughs> no the problem is not the show no. the problem is yeah. that the problem is that this is a a punishing hobby yes. a financially which is a thing we haven't even talked no. about like you know like not at hey the, not everyone is lucky enough to be able to classify these expenditures as business expenses so like if you're if you're going out of pocket for all your games like that's like fucking absurd because mm-hmm. these things are so fucking expensive uh and then be just like so demanding of your time like we none of us have children like if you have fucking kids how the fuck are you supposed to make time for a a goddamn 80 hour rpg what the fuck are you supposed to do do you know what i'm gonna do at the end of this as of the airing of this this episode this week hmm. i'm gonna fucking get super mario wonder i am gonna play super mario wonder you know what that's a good that's a good bit of positivity super mario wonder is a game that i am 100 going to play regardless of anything else that's going on in my life and it's gonna be the first super mario game where i actively avoid a power-up Whoa. Oh, because you're not going to get the elephant. No, Heather, like that this elephant. is ridiculous. You're going to go out of your way to avoid like the it. elephant? I'm going to play hard mode, Mario's no elephant. Rocks. There's going to be far, part, a part you can't progress through without the elephant. I'm confident they'll, no, they're going to do that to no, make you No, no, no Mario game ever makes it impossible to do something without a power-up, does it? Uh, 
Because then you Super can't, Mario like, Super Mario Sunshine made that game uh, impossible to uh, <laughs> have, be fun. <laughs> uh, there, I, I think there might be a tutorial seg, uh, like a segment or something where you have to use sure. a, a particular ability. Sure, uh-huh. and then you can like I don't know, immediately jump off a cliff, reset so you're regular <laughs> Mario, and pro and progress without Elephant Mario. Uh, I am I am 100% looking forward to playing that game as only Elephant Mario. Uh, but uh, I but yes, that is a game I'm definitely going to make sure to make time for. And you know what the other one I probably won't make time for this, but review contingent. I I I'm I'm gonna I hope it's well received because I I might is uh the RoboCop game that's coming out oh, in November. Yeah, because I fucking love RoboCop. It looks kind of good. I've seen yeah. playthroughs of it, and it's. I mean, the only thing that's good about it is that it it still functions as satire because of the absurd violence of RoboCop against all of the NPCs. Like you can. Yeah, you can't run. So you're just marching through these rooms, blowing people away really graphically or grabbing them by the throat and throwing them through the wall. Look. Uh, of course, A R I A A R C A B, but but it does seem like a fun thing to play to be RoboCop for a little. Yeah, bit. it seems pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think of the list that I've got. I think the one I am definitely going to to. I mean, I mentioned Cocoon. I'm definitely going to play that. But I think I'm also going to go back to Coffee Talk too. I think I just like I really that's a really chill vibes game, mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to actually play that one. Uh, any other thoughts on this? Yeah, on this crushing discussion. <laughs> I think it's it's you know it's it's a blessing and a curse, isn't it? You know, it's it's great that we um we live in this. It, well, I don't know if it's great that we live in this world, uh, but it's 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 great. Yeah, certainly not. It's great that so many good video games come out, and we get to be uh you know so lucky to to play so many great video games uh it is unfortunate that so many good ones uh don't get talked about on the show uh and that we just never get to mortal kombat 1 we didn't even talk about mortal kombat 1 that's out people seem to like it if you like mortal kombat uh you know what i what i've kind of realized yeah. and uh, look i listen to other video game podcasts yeah. too and i i i think just just uh, uh, uh the the thing is because this is these genres are so fucking big or maybe mm-hmm. these games are so fucking big and even individual genres are so fucking big that like you can just be like a fighting game person that can just be your identity yeah. you can just dedicate yourself to that and we have like you know we have heather who's part of our uh show who is uh, the most into fighting games but i also heather i feel like you're most focused on Street Fighter, yes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think we just had kind of, I think you kind of just have to, I mean, I accept as a listener, I don't know if our, uh, 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 maybe what I would say to our listeners who are, are hoping for us to cover everything is that we all have our own individual tastes and focus and we are going, naturally the podcast is just going to um, center on those things, the things that we're most interested in and most knowledgeable about. We're going to, we're going to die before we can play all the games. Hmm. We're going to die before we can play all the games. That's the big takeaway. Yeah. 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 That's a, and that's a shirt. That's a, we're going to, we're going to put that on a shirt. (laughs) 
Uh, hey, that was our discussion of too many games. <laughs> How about a segment? All right, sure. Uh, here's, a, here's a segment for you. Can Heather and Nick guess the game based on a brief clip of the boss theme? It's time for Who's the Boss? Love it. Okay. This was hard last this was, time, I think. This was hard last time. Uh, it might also be hard today. Um, okay, great. But, uh, but we'll see how it goes here. I think I, I'm confident that you guys will, will do a good job. So all you have to do is hear a brief. You're gonna, I'm going to play a brief clip of a song. You have to tell me what game it's from. And if you can tell me what game it's from, you get a point. You can get a bonus point if you can tell me who the boss is. Okay, so here we go. Why don't we? Uh, we'll start off with uh, with this one right here. This sounds so familiar. guesses um this plays during a boss fight that's right can i and i just have to pick the game yes donkey kong country oh yeah heather that is correct uh oh yeah would you like to maybe get a bonus point and tell me who the boss is nope (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'll just guess it's k rule that is correct king k rule so uh who else is gonna be uh so you it's both tied one one. You go, yeah. You both have a one one. Uh, that's that's pretty nice. I was thinking, oh, the the the. I kind of got stuck there mentally. I got I got I blocked myself, and I was only thinking in terms of JRPGs. Mm. And I was like, of course, it could be fucking any game. You stupid idiot. So I'm hopefully I'll get past the mental block now. It can be from any game. And so why don't we hear the next song? Here we go. Heather. Heather. Metal Gear Solid 2. Wow, Heather is correct. Any guesses on the boss? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I did know this was a Metal Gear, um, but... I'm as for which one it was, which boss it is. Uh, I'll just guess Olga. That's the first boss, right? I believe that is the first boss, but it's incorrect. It is mm. that is the bo- that is the theme for Solidus Snake. Uh, so, nice. Oh, it's Solidus. Yeah. So Heather has two points. Nick has one. Um, moving right along, here is the next one. Silent Hill 2. Heather, that is incorrect. Um. God, what is that? Oh, I think I know it. What is that sort of just thumping bass? Is this a horror game? I know you're not going to give any hints. Uh... I'll say yes, it is. Oh, I think I know what it is. Ah, I fucked up. 
Is it a Resident Evil? Okay, well, why don't we just tell you what it is? Resident Evil... <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll guess it because we covered it on the pod. Resident Evil 4. It is from Resident Evil 4. That is correct. Uh... Now, which boss? Um... I can't remember the names of any of the fucking bosses. Is it the big lake monster? It is not. Heather, would you care to guess? Yeah, it's that big ogre. Hmm. The big rock-throwing ogre guy. I'll give it to you. Mr. Spaghetti. I don't know what his name is. What is his name? (laughs) El Gigante. There it is. Oh, okay, okay. It's El Gigante from Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Uh, A great one. As um, soon as I opened my dumb mouth, I was like, I, mm, I recognize this. Uh, here's, here's, here's another one. Here we go. I'll, let me refresh what the score is. It is uh, Heather 3, Nick 2. Heather 3, Nick 2. Here is the next theme. Uh, Weiger, is this Metroid Prime? That is correct. Wow. Um, is this... Is this Ridley? Uh, Nick, it is not. I don't know the names of these characters, so I'm just going to say Mother Brain. Uh... No, it is it is the titular Metroid it's Prime. It's the titular Metroid Prime. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, fucking uh God damn it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um here, here Are we I overthought it because I was like, it's not gonna be Metroid Prime in Metroid Prime. Yeah. But it was it was. Um moving right along. Wait, it is tied? a tie. It is a tie yeah, game. Okay, great. Uh here is here's the next boss theme. Uh, Nick. Oh, uh, I heard Nick first. I'm going to guess this is very Final Fantasy. I'm going to guess recency bias. Final Fantasy 16. Wow, that is that is correct. Any guesses on the boss? Um, it's a uh, fire guy, Ifrit. Uh, that is that is incorrect. This is. Titan. Also incorrect. Oh, it wow. is, of course, <laughs> Ultimalius. Of course. Uh, How could we forget Ultimalius? Yeah. Nick's in the lead now. Four to three. And this, wow. this is the final song. Here we go. Oh shit! This is so familiar. Uh, Heather. Heather. Elden Ring. Oh, incorrect. What the fuck is this? I've also I've played this fucking game. God damn it! Yeah. I know, I know we know what this is. 
Um, I don't know. Tell me. It's Colossus 16 from Shadow of the oh, Colossus. Of course, we just fucking covered it. Boo! Boo! I lost. I'm so dumb because I lost and I'm dumb and I'm bad <laughs> at the game and a boo. This is why the game is hard. We covered that game last month. It is fresh in our minds. We heard that so we've heard that song a bunch of times in our lives and hearing it now in this context, and it's guess what this is. You're still like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, it's also because there are too many games. There's too many. How could you remember games. everything all the wow. time? Thesis proven. Yeah. Uh, but Nick is our winner. Nick is uh, the winner of Who's the Boss? Hell yeah. I guess I'm the boss. Oh, shit. That's this week's Get Played. Our engineering is by Alex Gonzalez, Dead Air Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. And also, you know, we're going to be playing Cyberpunk 2077, The Phantom Liberty. Uh, for this month's pod, but we are also watching the anime Cyberpunk Edge Runners on our sister show, Get Animated. And uh, if you check out those uh, that show on patreon.com slash get you'll um, listen to us be berated by Ash Ketchum every week. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're watching. What are we in? Episodes five and six. This will be five and six this week. Yeah. Yeah. Five and six of Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, the show is clipping along, lots of reveals, and even if you aren't a big fan of Cyberpunk the game, people like the anime. So great anime! It's on Netflix. Uh, feel free to uh, check it out, and then check out the check out our show as well. Also, uh, Matt did something, which is that now all of our episodes on our Patreon are organized by the series we covered. So you can find our backlog of our uh, all of our, our Evangelion uh, full watch through uh, Leakerous Recoil, Chainsaw Man, all the myriad shows we have covered uh, over the course of Get Animated's existence. So that is all available now on our Patreon if you want to dig into our back catalog uh, and uh, and watch any of those shows along with us in the past. Hell yeah, Guys, baby. I, I said it earlier. I got played this week. It was me. Yeah, I got it. Oh,